We're going to talk now about positioning in the meeting traffic scenarios. One of the common problems is poor positioning from a learner, um, especially when it's early days in their meeting traffic experiences. So when we have to hold back for a car, so that means that we've got a, a car parked on our side of the road, if the student and the learner has seen the situation arising very early on, they'll have more chance of getting a better holding back position. And the position really needs to be about a car's length away from the parked car and as much to the middle of the road as possible. So towards the centre lines, if there were some. Um, so that means that they've got an easy moving off scenario. So they haven't got to steer too harshly because they're nicely away from the back of the parked car. And also they've got good vision. So by staying towards the centre of the road, they've got better vision ahead. The other advantage of that good position is that if there's any cars behind them, their body language will tell the car coming up behind that they're not parked. They're actually waiting to move off around the parked car when it's safe. Now, in that situation, if they're worried about the car behind, if the, perhaps the car behind is nudging out or, or they're worried in any way, all they need to do is pop a right signal on and that will verify that they're just waiting to move off when it's safe. The type of problems that will happen is that the learner will get too close to the parked car, so they're right up behind it, which of course is going to lead to problems moving off. Um, and the other thing they do is they tend to get really close to the curb, uh, and this would indicate to the car behind that perhaps they're parked. So again, a right signal in that situation would be a good idea. Um, and of course, if they're too close to the curb, their view ahead is going to be very limited. So those are some of the problems there. Um, so one of the ways to overcome that is to get your student really, really slow on approach so that they can keep well back. And I very often get my students, if they have this problem, to visualise an extra car between in front of us and between us and the car that they're waiting to go around. Another situation that very often arises is when your learner is trying to get into a gap in between two parked cars. Again, speed is the issue. What they'll probably do is they'll almost have passed the gap before they instinctively steer left. So they also won't steer hard enough left. So they end up sort of pointing in with their nose of the car towards the curb and quite close to the front car, the parked car in front, which of course makes getting out very difficult. So to overcome that situation, you've got to get them really, really slow, crawling along like a tortoise, possibly in first gear with the clutch down, just using the momentum and getting them to steer hard left as soon as they've cleared the parked car that they're just passing. So it's hard lock left to get their nose into the gap and then keeping the car really slow, going hard lock right to bring the back of the car in and the nose out. So in that way, they're sitting in a reasonably good position to help the oncoming car come through and then they can move off again. And again, maybe a right-hand signal um, might be a good idea. But the basic rule is to keep them really slow. If you can get your learner spotting the hazard well ahead, coming up with a plan nice and early, and coming in really slowly into these issues with meeting traffic where we're looking at our position, that will definitely you know, help you get, get the right outcome. And it's something that needs practice. So eyes up, look well ahead know nice and early who's got priority and plan where you're going to stop. I hope these podcasts have helped. And as always, if you'd like to contact us, please feel free to message us.